Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Mythos Unit with Listen to These Nerds. My name's Chris, and I'm going to be the GM for this evening. Starting on my left and going clockwise around the table. Hello, I'm Harry. I'll be playing Franklin Blackmore. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm playing Quincy Adams. Hi, I'm John. I'm playing Chip Adams. And unable to join us tonight is Vet, as she is busy with other things at the moment and could not be here, unfortunately. She's, in, she's doing spider business. Indeed. So, last we left off. I need to help a pig at a state fair. Mm, that too, yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was a very suspicious scene when the prize-winning pig was gone, leaving behind only wedding. So. <laughs> hey, I wanted to win that contest. Mm. And eat that pig. <laughs> yep, the Lester beat them to the punch, unfortunately. So, last we left off. Our team engaged in combat with the fearsome predator that was the Hydra, and some of the members very nearly died as a result, but they were able to pull through. And Quincy, at the same time, was able to ensure that he trapped the Hellhounds before racing to the group's assistance. After a quick visit to the hospital to replenish their injuries, where a young nurse with unusual healing powers, as a result of a pack, no doubt, was able to restore them... The group then decided to investigate the crime scene that James Hightower was at. Investigating the scene resulted in the fact that there were several members of the McCarthy family, the crime family that had plagued the group previously. Several of their members were discovered viciously murdered at the scene of a pub where it looked as though vines had been used to strangle and mutilate the members, but investigations proved that there may be more to the scene than meets the eye. At the time, however, a previously met NPC who had been introduced briefly to the characters reappeared on the scene. Edwin Arthur Creedy, Internal Investigations. He then produced paperwork that seemingly uh, was from a much higher jurisdiction and was signed by the commissioner himself, that would allow him to investigate the crime scene. Before the team could question this strange appearance, however, another phone call was received, specifically to do with another murder scene that had occurred that very night. And that is where we'll pick up once again. So, the three of you are on the crime scene with the McCarthy family, and you have just received this information. Well... McCready, well, McCready has authorization from the highest authority I can name, other than the Queen. Long may she reign. Uh, and ever, yeah. Um, J- uh, Hightower and Creedy both do the <laughs> symbol of long may she reign as well, when you say that. No, that was, that's just me, like, Qu- as Quincy and Chip look at each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's a British thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Blackmore is just going to, like, you know, throw his hands up and be like, all right, Creedy, it's yours, and leave. Yes. Uh, he gives you a polite nod and then resumes his work at the crime scene. And J- Hightower hurries out of the bar, pushing past the yellow tape that's been set up and the police cordons as well. And he signals for Irvine to drive around with the car and gestures for your group to get in. Hmm. Um, could I attempt to use my knowledge of Scotland Yard to try and figure out, like, what is the thing, like, what is the the precedent for internal affairs taking over a crime scene? Um, r- roll me 2d10 and add whatever skill you feel is relevant. Knowledge Scotland Yard Inspector. There you go. Ooh! That is a 23. That is a good roll. 
Um, this sort of thing happens extremely rarely. Internal Affairs usually isn't involved with active crime scenes. The only way that this could possibly occur is that this person isn't actually... He's involved with more than just internal affairs. But to have that level of jurisdiction, you have no idea what sort of person could have that type of power. Mm. So yeah, like, it's very obvious that Blackmore's a bit reluctant to leave, but does so anyways, because, you know, that's the authorization on this. Mm. So I'll just get into the car with very little fuss. Quincy puts his hand on Blackmore's shoulder. Don't worry, he seems very nice. Well, he shook my hand. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... <laughs> he looks at his own hands covered in blood. <laughs> Might have been a mistake. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not that I necessarily doubt Creedy. He's the sort of person that you really like if he's in your corner and absolutely despise if he isn't. Just, mm, I don't know. Weird precedents abound lately. <laughs> um, also, uh, Hightower reaches into his coat pocket and produces a container of... The bait sterilization wipes, and he hands one to you, Quincy. Oh, thank you. Mm. Let's start wiping my hands. All right, and with that, the car takes off, and you guys are driven to the next crime scene, which is about a 20-minute drive away. But, yeah, the police have cordoned off an alleyway, and the car pulls over, and Hightower gets out and proceeds to the crime scene. All right. Um, Similar alleyway to the first murder that we had, or is this... A bit more narrow, like in a slightly more to-do part of town. Like, mm. slightly more high up, so to speak. Like, uh, you know, um, the lower end of wealthy part yeah. of town. And as he proceeds inside the alleyway, you guys can see that, you know, there are a couple of trash cans, stuff like that, a few garbage bags. And beside it is um, the slumped-over corpse of a young man propped up as though the sitting against the wall, his head lolling to one side. Mm. Any obvious injuries as we take a look at it? Uh, yes. The gigantic wound on the side of his neck that is covered in dried blood. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. I, I... Take a closer look at that wound. Okay. Um, uh, two puncture marks, one... What are we looking at? Um, it looks as though it's been gnawed on a bit. Like, awesome. uh, as though blunt teeth over and over again was used to gnaw a hole in the side of the neck until the jugular was pierced. Okay. Oh. Well, it wasn't a vampire. Uh, I don't know. Have you ever seen a vampire? I mean, like, actually? Oh, are they real? <laughs> and Hightower looks... Yes. If, if you have to consider if it's a mythological creature, then odds are it exists. And there have been several... Well, many vampire appearances over the course of the last three years. So you're saying Santa's real? <laughs> That's <laughs> at this like even the uh, there's a person nearby who's photographing the crime scene, and he just lowers his camera a bit and looks at you as he overhears this, and everybody's just like stopping to consider that implication. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so I'm going to roll. Actually, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to use my empathic recall ability and see if anything jumps out at me. Okay. So, do I need to roll for that, or... Uh, yeah. Roll what? Um, roll me with empathy. Okay. So... Wait, you don't roll the ability itself? No, I think it's just, uh, usage. Unless, po unless uh, because I think it's some version of super strength, or mm. super senses. Mm. So, empathy... Uh, 17 plus... What's empathy? 
Nine, so 26. Okay. Um, for important things in the alleyway, all you can sense is, uh, yeah, there... Mm. Uh, yeah, there is a keycard around the man's neck that he seems particularly attached to. As you reach out and just brush your glove-clad fingers over it, you get a vision of the man... Uh, yeah, he's a younger man, about in his mid-twenties or so, but you get a vision of him getting ready in front of the mirror and uh, straightening out the nice suit that he's wearing and then put, slipping the keycard around his neck that grants him access to London City Hall as he is an assistant who's working there. Hmm. Um, is he wearing the same suit that I see in the vision, or is this... Yes. Okay. Um, but there's no psychic feedback or anything like that. No. Okay, so you see sort of Blackmore like go into the trance that he does, and he sort of reaches down, grabs the key card, and he sort of comes back out, and he's like, well, no feedback, so this is an unrelated incident. But at the same time, it seems that he was rather proud of his work at... Uh, London City Hall, I'd you, say. Yeah, you take a look at the fellow's key card. It identifies him as Ronald Lake. And he, yeah, assistant specifically to Genevieve Helms. Any of these names ringing a bell? Uh, yes. I'll say that you definitely know Genevieve Helms. She's actually quite important, as she, at City Hall, is the director of the Public Works Department. Oh. Public Works is involved with a number of... Uh, essentially programs that are involved in the maintenance of the city, such as, say, sewer maintenance, as well as several programs such as the fire department and the police department. Hmm. Looks like our boy was assistant to the person that hands out our funding, along with that and every other construction project that happens in the city of London. Oh, that's terrible. Hmm. Sorry, that but, mean, uh, do, uh, not that I, I don't think this is an important case, but are we sure this is myth-related? Well, I mean, you want to go around trying to find someone regular that uh, gnaws like this? I say pointing to the large wound on his neck. Have you ever heard of bath salts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that yank thing that you people have over there. Well, um, I'm not from Florida, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Um, I will say that ever since the reawakening of myths um, three years ago, there have been all kinds of horrible, horrible things to happen in Florida. <laughs> as, you, as opposed to real life, where Florida is the nicest place in the world. Oh, exquisite. Yeah. Uh-huh. Shout out to all Florida fans. Mm -hmm. Shout out to all Florida mans. <laughs> <laughs> Realize you might think that we're talking directly to you, but we're not. Just calm down. Yeah, don't come to my house. <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyway, back to the game. Um, yeah, if you guys want, you can make a roll like investigation to look at the crime scene further, or you know, any similar skills to determine. Yeah, I will roll investigate. This, will this, roll. This, this is more in my wheelhouse because it's like a normal crime and not the stuff that I investigated before. Uh, I got a fourteen. Mm. I got. Let's see. Uh... I also got 14. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, mine's forensics. Joey's it's investigation. Yeah. Okay, so you're doing forensics? So, yeah. yeah, he's looking at the body. I'm looking okay. at the area. So for forensics, body. you take a look at the teeth marks, and you see that there's, that there are, yeah, you can sort of see almost where all of the bites occurred. 
like in succession with each other as the person nod their way down to the jugular, but there are odd furrows mixed in there as well, as though there were a pair of sharp things included in the bite marks as well. Hmm. Yeah, almost like the, the person had unusually sharp canines. Hmm. Oh, so it might be a vampire then. Hmm. It might. As for you, Joey, uh, you were doing investigation, you said? Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, you take a look. Uh, pulling out his... Yeah, you find his cell phone lying some distance away. It's marked with a number. And basically, uh, it's not fingerprint protected, so you're able to access it. Okay. So, yeah, it seems as though he got a message uh, saying to go to City Hall shortly before the blackout occurred. And is, he, is, is this currently in the pathway of City Hall? Um, like, if you, like, it doesn't make sense that he would be... Well, like, we don't know where he came from. We will have his driver's mm-hmm. license, don't we? Which means we would have his home address. Yeah, you see his home address, and with your investigation skill, uh, doing the math, you, it looks as though this is a shortcut through this alleyway that he could take to get to the bus stop that would take him directly to City Hall. Hmm. Okay, well, I guess that explains it. Mm-hmm. That explains why he was here. Hmm. Is there a wallet on him? Uh, yes. Well, okay. That's what we got Probably. Yeah, but um, like, is there like, does it look like it's been picked? Like, is mm. all the valuables still there? Yes. All right. So definitely wasn't a robber, it was some sort of robbery. And until we can figure out whether these wounds are post or pre mortem, we're not entirely sure how he died. And at Thalestra, I'm going to say, has come over and is taking a very close look at the bite marks. Hmm. They spent several minutes going down to the jugular. Whoever did this is an amateur. What, Lustra? You sound a little hoarse. Are you alright? I'm fine. (laughs) It's the acid in the throat, you see. (laughs) Now, I don't mean to interfere. By all means, continue. And she steps back, doing that Mr. Burns thing where he steeples his fingers together. Yeah, so we're being tested. (laughs) Right. Um. Um. Um, there's uh, some sort of officer on the scene, right? Yes. Uh, so I go up to them and I just ask, like, okay, who found the body? Is there any witnesses? Anybody hurry anything? That sort of thing? Uh, well, uh, the, in terms of witnesses, things like that, uh, yeah, the person who uh, called this in did so right after the blackout occurred. Apparently, uh, yeah, they just found the body here in the last few minutes before the blackout hit. Uh, <laughs> they're over this way. I can introduce you to them. Yes, please. Okay. And you see a very distraught middle-aged woman who uh, is sitting down on, um, well, basically at sort of, um, by the curbside, it's sort of like, uh, because of the slightly more expensive part of town, on the sidewalk is sort of like this raised plateau with shrubberies and uh, grass and stuff like that, and she's sitting on the side of that. And yeah, she has a leash in one hand, and a very small dog is on the other end. All right, so I, I go over, I introduce myself. Hello, uh, Miss... Oh, uh, I'm going to use diplomacy to calm her down. Uh, uh, 23. All right. I, I go to the dog. Okay. And I say, oh, what's his name? Oh, <laughs> that's Charles. Oh, hello, Charles. Hmm. And Charles sniffs your hand appreciatively and, uh, yeah, begins licking your fingers. What breed is he? Oh, he's a Pomeranian. Oh. That's nice. Hmm. Uh, Donna Woods. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I live in the area. I was just taking Charles out here for his uh, evening walk, but then all the lights went out, and I was just trying to find my way home. Then, on the way, uh, and she gestures to the alley. Mm. So you said you found this on your way home before the blackout um, 
Yes, uh, Charles was sniffing, and then he seemed to catch a scent of something, and then he pulled me into the alley, and that's when I saw the body. Hmm. How did you alert the police? Uh, I was trying to get my cell to work, it didn't, and then all the lights came back on, and that's when my phone started up again, and then I called it in. All right. Um, well, Miss Woods, um, we do appreciate your, your help with this matter. Thank uh, you. If there's any other information that you can think of, please give me a call at this number. Uh, she takes the card that you offer her. Yeah. Uh, thank you. I, I will. <laughs> Alright, so I, I reconvene with the Adamses and I go, So, what are we thinking? Some sort of crime of opportunity? I... Uh, I guess the, uh... I mean... I don't... It could be a crime of opportunity, but the... We should talk to uh, friends, family, co-workers. See if there was any tension anywhere. Mm. Did they have any defensive wounds? Um... I'm gonna say that there is bruising on his left wrist. Mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. He doesn't have anything under his fingernails? Uh, no, interestingly enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Does mm. he have any contusions to the back of the head? Um, yes. There is also a largish uh, bruise on the back of his head as though somebody slammed his head against the back wall. Okay. In that vision that I saw, did I see him carrying anything, like a briefcase or a bag or anything like that? Uh, no, nothing like that. <laughs> but, uh, you also find, well... It being an alleyway, you find several copies of several different types of footprints. Mm-hmm. Okay. No help there. Another mm-hmm. big pot. phone on him. Sorry? Because he have his phone. Yeah, we he found does, it. yes. And yeah. it is not password protected. Okay, that's... Mm-hmm. It wouldn't help anyways. It's not like he would call, could call anybody during the blackout. I mean, yeah, but we can... See if he called anyone before. Yeah, I'm going to check to see if he called anyone before, check if there were any recent... Uh, any frequent calls? Any, uh... We're going to want to collect numbers, like next of kin. Or if yeah, girlfriend. next of kin, girlfriend. Um, anything that indicates a pattern of behavior. I'll check his, like, web history. Um, Inappropriate. Okay. Uh, what? I want to know if he go frequents gambling sites or something. Okay, uh, roll me investigation. Um, 16. Alright. So, looking quickly through his phone, it seems as though most of his messages and calls have to do with the woman who is uh, his superior and the person who he's the assistant to. Basically, a lot of messages to her and from her in regards to meeting her for things. So, yeah, a lot of things to do with Genevieve Helms for the most part. Okay, but like, just work stuff? It, or? it seems like uh, mostly work stuff with a few calls to his parents and a couple of, yeah, friends of his, you think, here or there? Like, very sporadically. Alright, so I. Does he have any social media apps? Uh, Facebook, WhatsApp? Oh, uh, yeah. Instagram, he's, Twitter? Oh, uh, yeah, he's got uh, Facebook and stuff like that. Alright, uh, any. Ongoing conversations, any... Uh, no. Like, the last few posts are him uh, having to decline parties and stuff like that because he's busy with work. Okay, uh, can I kind of, like, get a general sense of how much he's been working? Um, yeah, it seems as though he's been very busy with work. 
because being an assistant to the director of a public works department, it looks as though work is taking up most of his spare time. Okay. Um, we won't, we should probably run his financials. I want to make sure... It looks like he's spending a lot of time at work, and I want to make sure he's not just spending a lot of time at work. Mm. And I want to have something concrete on that before we go talk to the, his boss about it. Yeah, question. Um, is there any, like... Would uh, Blackmore be aware of any, like, you know, like, reading news and stuff like that? Is there any sort of, like, major public works projects coming up? Like, something that would warrant this level of being busy, effectively? Um, yeah. Um, there is plan. Well, basically, uh, what would you... I'm trying to think of what to roll for Like, that. building a bridge or, like, a building. Like something I mean, was... it, it would be stuff that would be... You could probably go to the Public Works, like, website and be like, what are upcoming projects? Sure, yeah. yeah. What are things... Because they... Like, you can't just declare an upcoming project. Usually mm. you have to have meetings about that sort yes, of thing. Yes, there's yeah. lots of various... Ah, we were forming a committee to find... The committee to find a committee yeah. for the budget. Ah, uh, bureaucracy. <laughs> we but... need to start a committee for the second bridge. Yes. <laughs> so, um... So 100 years too late. <laughs> so, looking online, you find that there are a number of projects that they have been working on. Um, basically, one of the big things is actually the establishment of the Mythos unit that occurred a while ago. Mm. Um, you know that that's been in development for some time. Another project that they have been discussing for some time is... The Millennium Tower. Um, actually a... A redesign of the sewer system running through New York, as well as several parts of New York. London? Sorry, London. Why did I say New York? Uh, <laughs> he really wanted this game to be in New York. We New confused. York. Mm. Hey, it's me, Vinny. <laughs> Gotta save the Queen. Hey, I'm walking here. Gonna go have some bangers in America. Uh, well, um, next next campaign. Yes. Anyway. Uh, so, but yes, redesigning the uh, sewer system of London, essentially a number of projects to help eliminate waste management and essentially ensure that everything is, operates much more smoothly. Yes. Keep those fat birds from clogging up the whole goddamn system. Mm. Well, it seems, that in, it seems that in public works, aside from us having our lovely mugs all over the place... It seems one of the projects that they were at least discussing was a complete revamp of the city's sewer systems. Which certainly explains why I might be working so late. I suppose. Um, did I get the general feel for that? Like, his messages and stuff? Um, yeah. Basically, uh, that was the gist you got. That The guy seemed very involved with work and nothing much else. Do his work messages say anything about the sewers? Yeah, um, like that. Yeah, Perhaps yeah. Basically, um, Genevieve had been meeting very frequently involved to several meetings with several subcommittees regarding the sewers. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so long ago. Oh, send me those TPS reports for the sewers proposal. Mm. There's, but no, those, that's not what a TPS report is for. Send me the TPS reports. This is a business. Send me the spreadsheets. Just go with spreadsheets, Joey. It's way more generic. Fits way more places. So anyhow, uh, yeah, that seems to be what you've gathered from this crime scene. All right. Uh, well, anything finer than that, we probably have to wait for our forensics teams to show up. Mm. And, oh, where's our coroner? Um, Currently at a different crime scene. Oh, yes. right. Damn it. Where's the other coroner? We at least have two. 
It's the Scotland Yard. They can't just be one coroner. All right. But they, um, might be, uh, they might be at another murder. Well, um... You know, you know there could be more murder. Is there a third murder? <laughs> or maybe no, somebody there, died from... Uh, there high tar- to my knowledge, there are no other murders, thank goodness, that we need to investigate tonight. Mm-hmm. All right, so I check. Where's our coroner? <laughs> um, at the other crime scene. Maybe the few gets one coroner. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn it, uh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Darowitz, who had been introduced last campaign, is currently there. The other coroners are, well, basically, if there is are any others, they would be busy at Scotland Yard, currently dealing with several of the bodies that have come in due to, un, well, unrelated events due to these, uh, you know, going-ons. So well, I mean, speak. like, I'm sure people crash their cars and shit, right? Yes. So. Yes, especially when there's a major blackout in the city. Yeah. And all the cars stop working, and That's... power steering stops Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I actually, I would like to see um, the video footage of this guy, like... Oh, yeah, the CCTV. Yeah, we're in London, so we have CCTV footage. I'm just wondering, like, obviously we won't see the moment he died because that was mm. during the power outage, but I'd like to see, like, if he... If, he saw anyone, or if he was hurrying, like what his general demeanor was. Okay. So uh, I, I mean, at this point, we I think we have to go back to the. Yeah. Now we actually have to go back to the precinct. Okay. So yeah, um, all of you go back to the precinct, and yeah, at this, um, High Tower heads up to the meeting room and be- basically begins writing down all of the notes, and he's going to let you guys investigate whatever you will. Right. So. You're gonna go take a look at the CCTV cameras. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll look at the cameras. What did you? What are the rest of the other two of you are gonna do? We don't need all three of us on it. Um, you wanted to find out about his financials, just in case he was doing something shady on the side. Yeah. Well, I actually thought I was sleeping with his boss. But, oh. <laughs> like I, I wanted to see if those were billable hours, if you know what I mean. Ooh, billable. Look, there's probably a project code for fucking your boss. It's perfectly. Sixty nine, sixty nine. Uh, but yeah. Alright, um, I guess I could go talk to, um, Genevieve, uh, and, like, the people at his work and see if there's anything I can get out of them. What time is it? It's, like, currently pretty late, right? It's pretty damn late, okay, yeah. Okay, so government offices are most assuredly closed. Well, I don't think we're... How long was the blackout? Um, about an hour. Huh. I mean, she might be there. She was calling him an hour ago. Hmm. Well, worth popping by and seeing. Yeah, you do that. Uh, you tend to work better with this sort of thing. I will the people thing. <laughs> I can't shoot uh, it. It's, uh, it's awful. It's not, I can't shoot it. It's not. Uh, you know what? I'll uh, Chip is going to stay at the office and basically, you know, be on call in case there are any other, you know, myth attacks or escaped myths. Mm. Uh, I believe there's at least two hellhounds that need to go get picked up at some point. Yes. As for that, um, several police officers have arrived onto the scene, and with the use of several heavy, heavy large-grade tranquilizers, have been able to subdue the beasts and are currently bringing them back to the precinct. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I, th- I think generally, uh, yeah, Chip will just let himself be available because he knows that if ever, all of us are off doing something and something occurs occurs that it's probably better to have somebody on call putting yourself in reserve very smart yeah Yeah. all right so first uh we'll go with quincy roll me a perception check as you're investigating the cctvs Uh, 19 okay um you look on the cctv cameras and you actually see well you find them in short order uh 
Yeah, Ronald. He's going along the streets at a hurried pace. He's It's about a 20-minute period when he leaves his house uh, for when the camera's cut out as he's heading in the direction of City Hall. Mm -hmm. But then, at about 10 minutes after he leaves his house, that's when you notice that he's being followed Ooh. at a distance. Uh... It appears you can't really make the person out. They're wearing... So am I working the, the camera, the screens, or is someone doing it for me? There's usually text that yes. will specifically... There is a tech that's doing it for you. Pause. Yep. Okay. Enhance. Zoom in. Uh, Alright, I'll see what I can do. Uh, the young woman who's helping you out zooms in. Okay, okay. perfect 8x8 eight eight pixel frame. Can I, see, yes. can I get you a better version? Can I see anything? Uh, this is as far as I can go. It's uh, slightly blurry, but nevertheless, you do have an image of an individual who is wearing a dark hoodie with the hood pulled up, and both of their hands are in their pockets. Uh, is, it, is it a familiar person in a hoodie? Um, not that you can make out. So it's not my friend who was in the hoodie? No, okay. no, 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 no. Because, yeah, I mean... He was super strong and super fast. So, uh, I mean, he could be a vampire. Um, but we've seen him in sunlight. He was wearing a hoodie, though. We've never seen his face. He was wearing a black motorcycle helmet. That's yeah, true. and a hoodie. Ah, that's the thing. It's like we've never seen his any of his skin. We don't know what, well, his or her race. Because mm. ah, we don't, we the don't even know what to do. Spoke, oh yeah, we only have a shoe. The times that you've spoken to him, he sounded very masculine. Yeah, but voice changer, myth ability, mm. like, whatever, you know. <laughs> Alright, but he has a friend. Well, not necessarily. Well, really. Ronald has a friend. <laughs> I was about to say, what, they both wear hoodies? Like, <laughs> they, that's like a thing? That is a bold assumption to make here. Yeah, wow. I'm wow. calling it right now. Put <laughs> all, money on the table. All people in hoodies, evil. Mm. For those at home, Chris is wearing a hoodie. <gasps> and Harry! <gasps> Now! <laughs> and that's the last we'll see of Joey. Alright. John comes out of the bathroom in a hoodie. No! <laughs> You're one of them! You were my brother! Alright. Um, so, um, but yes, judging by the CCTV, it seems that this individual is following them for some time. But yes, you do have... At any yeah. point, does it seem like they... That, uh... He figured out that someone was following him? Um, no. The person was following them from a surprising distance, actually. They're, they seem to be, despite the fact that it's much further than a tail would reasonably be expected to go, it seems as though they're able to follow this person with little to no trouble. Almost as if they have their scent. What way was the wind blowing? Uh, you should be able to tell. All you need to see is like a, a flag of any kind. Okay. Um, it seems as though the person was neither upwind nor downwind. It was a. It was neutral. Okay. Yeah, that's checking. Yeah. Um, then I'm assuming you because you could also be a werewolf. Ah, uh, yes. Since I assume those are also real. Yes. Have we met anywhere? No, we haven't. We no, haven't, we haven't met any werewolves. All right. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, what, how tall would you say this individual is? Um, about six foot even. Okay, six foot. Um, does it seem masculine or feminine based on the gait or the size? Mm, masculine? Yeah, it's not obvious? Okay. Um, right, and there's no particular, they're not wearing any specific accessories, bracelets, or... Or fancy shoes, or pants. Very nondescript. Right. Darker, if anything. Yeah. Uh... Like, black shoes, okay. black jeans, black hoodie. Okay. Very uh, on-gone. Uh, I'm gonna try to pick out other people who might be, like, 
I don't know, paying attention or also or watching the two of them. Like anyway, that's a weird sidelong glance. Uh, Fifteen. It doesn't seem as though anyone's paying them any attention. Okay. So definitely followed. So at what point? Sorry, what, at what point did he start getting followed? Um, ten minutes after he leaves his apartment. Okay. So it definitely wasn't like from the house. That's interesting. Hmm. Or at least that we know of it wasn't from the house. Well, we'd be able to see through the cameras, right? Because I would then go back and try to find out, try to watch the cameras through to see where that person came from. Because I can't track... Am I able to track that person backwards through the cameras at all? Um, actually, yeah, roll me another, uh, roll me an investigation check. Sure. That's a 13. Alright, um, it looks as though the person... Yeah, you were able to track that they emerged from a yeah another alleyway somewhere in the more downtown section, like uh, an alleyway near a collection of nightclubs and stuff. Okay, and they didn't on the opposite side of that alleyway. They didn't walk in. They just happened to come out, come out as though they act. emerged from a building connected to the alleyway. Okay, which buildings are those? Um, yeah, it appears to be a collection of nightclubs. Okay, is there one, which specifically are on either side of the alleyway? Um, there are two nightclubs. Um, one of them is, na- is uh, simply called Moonlight, okay. and the other one is called Silver. Okay, um, I will go check those out after this. Mm. Alright, um, if there's nothing else... Uh, oh yeah, I, I check the, the cameras after they go back on in the alleyway. There's, I assume there's something there. It's just a dead body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, does it is, it... is it... Is the lady just sitting there? Like, on her phone or something? Um... Like, is she... She stayed at the scene, right? Yeah, she's... Um, you see... You go back to when she found the body. She's going along the sidewalk. Then her dog pulls her off Wait, camera. I, I thought you said that... It happened. She saw it during blackout. Oh yes, yeah. my mistake. Sorry. So, um, so, basically, so essentially, with the camera turned on, then she's just yeah. sitting there. Yeah, yeah. she's um, uh, yeah, she's standing outside the alleyway on her phone, visibly distressed. Okay, cool. All right. So as long as that matches up with what she said, uh, I will. I'll just uh, make sure that they save that area of the tape so I can come back, and yeah. then uh, yeah, I'll be on my way. You feel yeah. free to. I, I text you en route to the thing. Like if you see anything suspicious in the CCTV, let me know. Uh, I refer the information about the nightclubs. All right. All right, and how about you? What are you up to? Well, I head back to the, uh, the public works offices to see if I can catch Geneve. What's her full name? Genevieve. 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 Uh, her full name is. Genevieve Helms. Genevieve Helms, and the dead per- and the victim was Ronald Lake. Lake. Okay. So yeah, I go to the public works offices, see if it's still open. Um. Yes, there are. Uh, yeah, it seems very, very busy. Uh, there are tons of people. Like you can actually see um, reporters are uh, outside the building, just talking about the blackouts and stuff like that, and just you know seeing if the public works people have anything to say about this as they're responsible for, you know, uh, power and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I will head up to the... So I'm trying to try and be nonchalant about this. Mm. I don't want anything to be getting out too soon. So I go up to the front desk and uh, basically just, like, lean over and go, uh, hello, is Genevieve Helms in? Okay, um, the woman that's sitting behind the desk? Um, at the moment, sir, I don't believe uh, Miss Helms is taking any visitors or any appointments. Uh, are you sure? I... Hold up! I like pull up the badge, but I show it to her in a way that's like you know I'm not like flashing it in front yeah. of a bunch of reporters. And so this is rather serious. At this, she just sees it and oh, 
Oh, uh, well, for you, I believe she can make an exception. One moment. Um, and she just uh, speaks on the phone. Yes, Miss Helms? Yes, uh, Scotland Yard is here to see you, miss. Yes, yes, right away. Uh, yes, she'll be seeing you, uh, sh- uh she's ready for you at the moment. Uh, follow me. All right. And she leads you upstairs, and, um, yeah, going, heading up to her office, um, yeah, she knocks, and then, yeah, uh, somebody from inside opens it, and, yeah, it appears to be a security guard there. Hmm. Uh, yeah, man dressed... Inside their office? Uh, yeah, uh, in a suit with an earpiece and stuff, and he nods at you and then goes over and speaks to a woman at the back of the room before, um, yeah, uh, and the woman says, yes, uh, thank you, Thomas, you may leave the two of us, we'll be alright, and so the man nods and then heads out, Hmm. and, yeah, you close the door behind you, and you are face-to-face with Genevieve Helms, Hmm. a... Middle-aged woman, early 40s, with a lot of curly auburn hair around her head and shoulders. Uh, yeah, sort of a, a bit of a severe look about her, as though she's used to dealing with a lot of bullcrap, and, you know, she's learned to take it head-on. Mm. But, yeah, she's regarding you with a calculating expression. Miss Helms, I'm Inspector Blackmore with Scotland Yard. Hello, I... Inspector. I have a few questions with you. Yes. Um, are you familiar with a Ronald Lake? Yes, he's my assistant. At the moment, I'm waiting for him to return to the offices. Uh, uh, I don't know where he is at the moment. I'm sorry to say this, Miss Lake, but... Uh, I'm sorry to say this, Miss Helms, but Mr. Lake has been... Uh, Mr. Lake is dead. She, um... Yeah, looks uh, just past you at this, like, just digesting this information. Hence, you can understand why I'm here. I see. Uh, take a seat. And she'll take one behind her desk and just lean forward on it, just uh, putting one hand up to massage her temple. I understand that this is a rather trying time, but if you could answer a few questions for me, we believe that it might be able to help us in the investigation as to what happened to Mr. Lake. Yes, that, that will do. Did um, did you have any problems with Lake? Unexplained absences, unusual behavior, anything like that? No, Ronald was very punctual in regards to uh, arriving here on time. He uh, was a good assistant. He did what I asked of him. Did um, All right. Has the public works had any issue with people being belligerent to it, violent even? I notice you seem to have a security guard in your own office. Uh, well, with the blackout that ensued, uh, Thomas has been here for the course of the evening to ensure that nothing would happen, but, uh, we have had a few individuals protest our redesign of the sewers, but nothing terribly major in any sense. Protest? Uh, Dang rat people. Well, they're concerned that uh, we might be caught inadvertently causing extra pollution as a result of our sewer redesign. But uh, judging by our uh, designs and such, we're expected to reduce pollution and similar corruption by um, 200% over the next three years. All right, I'm rolling. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to roll empathy just on the last couple of flames just to see if anything's a bit off. Uh, That is 5 plus 9, 14 altogether. She seems to be telling the truth. Hmm. So she she at very least believes that the project's going to be that good. Yes. Um, did you notice anything, and uh, I understand that you said that Lake, Mr. Lake was rather punctual in his regard. Did you notice yes. any other unusual behavior around the offices? 
people watching it, people being tailed, that sort of thing? She thinks for a moment. We did have an incident about a few weeks ago with, um, uh, essentially, uh, we uh, found a young man who was photographing um, the front of the building as I was coming and going. Interesting. Yes. uh, The security caught him. We filed a police report, but uh, nothing terribly out of the ordinary ensued. Uh, We didn't press charges, and the young man was allowed to go. He promised he would be leaving us alone after that. Did you how did you provide a description to the uh, to the reporting officer about what this person looked like? Um, yes, uh, younger fellow, early twenties, maybe uh, um, African American ish with glasses, uh, a bit of a shaved head. You wouldn't uh, happen to have caught his name in the proceedings, would you? Um, we discovered that his name was Austin Austin Graves. Hmm. All right. Graves. That sounds like the name of a guy who would kill someone. Well, yeah, well, we already have a club named Moonlight and one named Silver, so we're at the point where thematic naming is in full transform! Hmm. Um, one other, a couple, one other question. Um, do the establishments known as Moonlight or Silver mean anything to the public works in general, or to maybe extra things that Ronald did on his own time? She thinks for a moment, then shakes her head. I can't say so. Hmm. Uh, if I'm sorry, if you'll excuse me for just a moment. She reaches down into her drawer and uh, pulls out a glass bottle of brandy. And she takes out a couple glasses and she... Dete- would you want one, detective? Then, uh, yeah, she finishes pouring, filling one up. Please. She hands one to you and she just pulls it oh, back. duty drinking. It's a single thing of brandy. She pulls it back and... Oh, if forgive me, it's been a very long night, and what, from what you told me, it's about to get a whole lot longer. Mm. Blackmore will finish it, but in a much less, you know, raconteur way. Um, did you happen to remember if what Ronald left with the evening last evening? Uh, left with? Did he have a, a bag, a suitcase, anything like that? Only his own backpack, but that just contained. Uh, from what I understand, his personal effects, uh, laptop, his lunch. Did we find a backpack at the scene? Um, yes, his backpack was at the scene, and investigators went through it, but nothing out of the ordinary is there. Just his laptop for work, which is slightly damaged as though his backpack had been dropped or thrown against something, mm. as well as a smushed uh, bag, presumably containing his dinner. Okay, so nothing looked like it had been ripped out of it or taken. Yes. Okay. Hmm. Can't think of any other questions that I need to ask her at the moment. Uh, Well, thank you, Miss Helms. I understand that you will have some... That uh, I have no more questions for you. However, if you can remember anything about last night uh, regarding Mr. Lake, please give me a call. I'll give you this number. Uh, Blackmore, thank you. Yes, and I wish you a pleasant day. And she just kind of gives you a hassle, pleasant as it can be at the moment. Mm. So, um, as I leave, so I, I exit, do I see Thomas, the security guard, there? Yeah, he's standing outside. The no. Door. Um, Mr. Thomas, was it? Mm. How long have you been employed at this, uh, at, uh, the Public Works? Uh, Thomas Wilkes. Mm. Um, been empl- employed here for about, uh, 12 years or so. Oh. 
Are you usually guarding the inside of uh, high levels offices? Only for situations like that. We figured that, well, what with the event that occurred a few weeks ago, I've just been on higher alert than usual lately. Ah, well, just trying to make sure that, uh, yes, uh, Miss Helms is all right. All right. All right. Well, keep up the good work, and uh, then I will head off, and I will send the text out, basically being like, "Hey, uh, I actually send it to Chip," mm. and I'm like, "Hey, Chip." Can you look up a particular police incident report for me? And I give you a number and a name of a uh, Austin, suspect. Austin Graves. Do I need to roll to actually just look, type that into uh, the search? Nah, nah, nah. All right, I'll, I'll look it up. What, okay. what do I do? Okay, Austin Graves uh, changed his name uh, several years ago from Austin Sheltley to Austin Graves. Oh, sick. He's an edgelord. Mm. Um, yeah, the according to the police report, when he was brought in, he was wearing, uh, yeah, very dark clothing, um, a t-shirt with sort of like that, uh, you know... Um, this is anarchy on it. Well, it's the sort of thing you can get at Hot Topic pretty easily. Like, it's black with... Ah, uh, it has Invader Zim on it, you say. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually... Well, no, no, this is modern day, so it would have to have something like Johnny Depp's Alice in Wonderland. No, it's, it's got it's one of those uh, shitty Vegeta T-shirts. It's <laughs> just like, well, there's a there's a place in hell for me. It's called a throne. <laughs> oh, so it's it's just big dog T-shirts, but replace the big dog with Vegeta. Yeah. Actually, it is a stylized silver cross on the front with a very intricate. Pattern. Is it upside down though? Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, it's got juicy on the back for some reason. <laughs> yeah, it has like a butt flap that extends all the way down to the ass. It's just juicy on it. Yeah, it, he was also wearing, uh, at the time, dark jeans with a silver chain connecting the pockets. Uh, but yeah, like... How many belts was he wearing? Two. Hmm. Not enough to be a Final Fantasy character. But, but enough to be an edgelord. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, the wallet chain already put him in that territory. Two black belts with silver studs. Mm. Yeah, so you're already getting a picture looking at this guy. But, uh, yeah, apparently he was caught taking photographs, but no charges were pressed, and uh, he was allowed to go. So right. so long as he promised to not bother uh, Public Works again. Okay. Any um, address? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Like, place of employment? Um... You do have an address. Apparently, he lives with his parents. Um, yeah, in the middle of town. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, Anything on employment? He's currently a student going to school at a nearby university. Uh, Blackmore will get a text. Do you have hot topic in England? <laughs> uh, yes? Question mark. Why are you asking me? Send the picture. You just get, like, one of those ah emojis, like, right back. <laughs> I just end up thinking emoji. <laughs> yeah. Alright, and as you are doing this, uh, Creedy comes back into the office. Um, he's speaking with a few police officers on duty. He has a notepad with him. He's taking some notes. Then he folds it up, and he's going to sit down at a nearby table, and he's going to take out some paperwork and start writing some things down. Drink from a cup of blood. You know, the usual things. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Chip will, like, look over at him, but not... Like, at, at this point... Like, side-eyeing him? Yeah, I mean, like, at this point, nothing he's done has anything directly 
like he's investigating the same case, which is weird because that seems like a jurisdiction issue. It seems like it would be really hard when things go to court to be like, so who was the arresting officer? Well, it was this guy, but also this guy. Well, I mean, in in the course of investigations, different areas will work together, and sometimes you hand off a case to another area. Yeah, but yeah, the thing I, is, I mean, we aren't handing off the case. We are just investigating twice. That is true, but like, you can get people, for example, you can call on people from other areas to, like, help you with a case. Yeah, no, and I mean, like, if this so what was they a thing... What they'd probably say is it's a joint investigation between the mm -hmm. Mythos unit and whatever unit he's from. Hey, man, paid Well, that's the thing, he's from in internal investigations. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, that happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I understand. It, but the thing is, it's not a joint investigation because he's not actually sharing things with us, Joey. Yeah, yeah, but on paper, that's probably what they're saying. Yeah, especially if there's high enough, especially if there's high enough uh, like authorization, they they are probably calling it a joint investigation. Mm. Yeah, I mean at this point, Chip's like whatever. The Brits can like spend, can waste extra money doing investigating the same crime twice if they want to. I believe that the government should be abolished, as Chip says, as he slams the goddamn table. So, uh, yeah. No, I, I think you're thinking of the actual British government right now. <laughs> <laughs> Boris Johnson comes into the office and starts screaming, we have to escort him out again. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Brexit jokes aside, as you are... That's it, Boris Johnson is the criminal, we finally can arrest him! <laughs> yeah, you uh, make a mental note of Preeti working, but then, yeah, you get Preeti back. doesn't normally like it. So, is this like... Specifically, an area devoted to the Mythos Unit, or is this just a general, like. Uh, general sort of workplace. Okay. Yeah, where people can just uh, take some things and work on them as need be. Okay. And then, uh, yeah. His uh, press. Yeah, basically, every. The entire way he's sitting is immaculately crisp. Just, uh, you know, perfect posture, and he is essentially doing everything with, um, you know, the precision of a robot. Okay. Um, Dracula-looking motherfucker. Mm -hmm. I mean, good for him? So, um, as he's working, uh, you, all three of you actually, get uh, texts on your phones to come back to the meeting room where the Mythos unit usually comes to, you know, gather and such. Yeah, I, I smell it chewing out from Buttermaker. Yeah, whatever. Right, yeah, I'll go. Yep, I'll, yep. I'll, 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 I head back. I was in the... Yeah, uh, I was yeah. in Scotland Yard, so yeah, it's not, it's well, not a far yeah. walk for me. Yeah, it's basically just... We're just all waiting on Blackmore. Yeah. We actually all show up at the same time, and everyone mm -hmm. wonders what took me so long. Alright. So <laughs> as... Chip just in the station, too, so... Yeah, so you two get there first. Blackmore takes a bit more time, but eventually all three of you are there with Hightower. Alright, well, hell of a night tonight. So, um... I suppose we have some work to do then. Mm. Were any of you able to find any information regarding the case? Uh, which case. one? <laughs> yeah, he just kind of widens his eyes and nods as if to say, you tell me about it. And then, uh, the first case, I suppose, uh, involving the uh, McCarthy's. Oh, I thought Mr. Creedy was investigating that. He is... I've spoken to him about that, and he just frowns as if to, you know, uh, emphasize that it's weird for him too. He is uh, currently looking into matters independently. If he finds anything that could further the investigation, he has agreed to give us potential evidence. Um, uh, I sort of like lean over. I'm like, what's the commissioner's name again? Plinkley? Uh, yeah, Commissioner Plinkley. Have you talked with Plinky? Plinkley yet? I haven't had the opportunity, mm. but I am. 
don't know why you would sign off on this unless it came from somebody else that even Plinkley has to speak to, but... Oh, God. This whole mess just keeps getting stranger and stranger. Yeah. I think for the most part, I don't know... There weren't very many leads hmm. at... I think we need to wait for the autopsy to come back on those bodies. Right. For, confirm our suspicions of whether that was uh, all staged elaborately or whether some actual damage was being done by those vines. Hmm. Um, yeah, also, um, I will say that the Lester is also in the room. She is in the back corner saying nothing, but doing the Mr. Burns finger steeple as she's watching all of you. She's actually upside down, though, doing it. Yeah. Um, she's, on the, she's on the ceiling. Yeah, the Lester's actually been in the background of everyone's scenes <laughs> at the same time. We just never noticed her. Mm-hmm. But wait, wait a minute. She's in this photograph, too, right? But 813, she was with me at 813. <laughs> the, the reason why oh no uh, she's wearing a hoodie <laughs> <laughs> the reason why Miss Helms actually pulled out the brandy is because she saw Valestra like peeking through the blinds like oh I'm not dealing with this shit <laughs> this bitch is back again okay. mm. um but yes anyhow now about the second case um from the sounds of things there's a couple instances of leads uh, Quincy you found some interesting evidence to go on from the CCTV cameras yeah, um, it, well, uh, it looks kind of like the, um, poor man was, uh, followed, and the person following him seems to have come out of one of these two nightclubs. Um, I mean, does seem like a place a vampire might hang out? I mean, neither of them was called Sunlight. So, I... Do you... Brits usually have nightclubs right next to each other? Eh, depends. Sometimes they do like to have sort of dueling things. I know. But, again, why are you asking me? You think I'm with... Because you're the local one here. I don't know how you do things. Yeah, but I don't know how to do that either. You think I've been to a club? Oh, but you seem like a happening sort of person. I expect you to have raided a couple, maybe? Well, yes, but I don't pay attention to what they look like. Anyways, um, other well, than... Well, you've never gone to raid a club and accidentally raided the club next door? <laughs> no, because unlike the Americans, we double-check our addresses before we do these things. Well, he's got us there. <laughs> Anyways, uh, one other thing. Apparently, from what I've managed to gather from Geneve Helms, uh, his superior at the public works office... Lake was a model employee. The only issue they seemed to have was a run-in with a Austin Graves, who was apparently taking photographs of people as they entered the building. There was a police report made, but no charges were pressed. Don't know if Austin necessarily is our suspect, but it's two reasonable avenues we get to investigate. Doesn't seem that dangerous. Kind of sad, actually. I mean, yeah, he's a fashion disaster, but other than that, we can't really assume anything else. <sighs> well, just one complication after another, then. Mm. Did the CCTVs get a good look at the the person stalking our Vic? Seemed to be six foot tall. Apart from that, not much. Mm. No face, then. Mm. Okay, uh, I mean... 
Chip will check his watch. I mean, given the hour, the nightclub's probably still open if we want to go look at that. I mean, we have had a bit of a long night already, uh, but... Uh, before anything else, there is one thing I should mention. It, I only received the notification a few minutes before I contacted all of you. I wanted to hear the information you'd received before telling you this. At, at the hospital, our uh, <clears throat> good friend Elliot Foster has woken up. Hmm. Oh, that's good, I well, guess. And at this, you see like Blackmore visibly perk up. Huh, he wasn't awake when I went to go check on him, but... Mm. How long ago was this? Uh, maybe... It was shortly before I messaged all of you asking you to come here, so maybe, uh, given the time at which you arrived, I'd say 45 minutes ago. Right. Do we have any other business to conclude here? Not at the moment. If you uh, want to investigate, go ahead. All right. With that, Blackmore like quickly excuses himself, and very obviously looks like he's making out to, making out to the hospital. Mm. All right. Uh, I'll follow. Okay. Chip's uh, actually going to go check out the nightclubs. Okay. So the two of you are going then. Mm -hmm. Alright, so... I'm going to make sure Blackmore doesn't do something bad. <laughs> Alright, so let's fast forward a bit. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listentothesenerds at gmail.com.